0: weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash greatness. Netsuite.com slash greatness. Again, head to netsuite.com slash greatness. This is episode number 1,229 with New York Times bestselling author Grant Cardone. Welcome back, my friend. Today's guest is Grant Cardone. He's been on a few times, and every time he comes on, he keeps inspiring people to dream and live bigger. He's an entrepreneur and investor who owns and operates seven privately held companies, as well as a private equity real estate firm, Cardone Capital. Now, Cardone Capital has a multifamily portfolio of assets worth over $3.6 billion. He's New York Times bestselling author of 11 business books, including the 10X Rule, which led him to establishing the 10X Global Movement, and 10X Growth Conference, now one of the largest business and entrepreneur conferences in the world. And I'm excited to sit down and see what he has to inspire us with today and the big things he's going after next. And if you haven't checked out our previous episodes, make sure to check out the show notes below and we'll link those up. But today, we're able to dive deeper into his beliefs about life, money, and a side of him that he rarely reveals on social media. In this episode, we discuss the biggest reasons people are afraid of money. Money. Three things you should know about money, why Grant really believes in the power of investing in yourself, how to start thinking about investing and buying assets, and so much more. And if you're inspired by this at any moment, make sure to spread the message, text a few friends, post it on social media, let me and Grant know that you are listening. And if this is your first time here, please click the subscribe button over on Apple Podcast or Spotify and leave us a review, letting us know what you enjoyed most about this episode. Again, just click that subscribe button right now so you can stay up to date on All of the latest and greatest from the School of Greatness show. And today's Fan of the Week is from A Little Bit Happier. That's their name on Apple Review, at least. And they said, The conversations facilitated by Lewis on this podcast have contributed greatly in how I choose to live my life now. I love how a range of topics are covered, from how to build a business to how to love yourself. I look forward to every new episode and fully believe that I discovered this podcast right when I needed to. So, big shout out to A Little Bit Happier for leaving a review over on on Apple Podcast and being the fan of the week. Okay, in just a moment, the one and only Grant Cardone. A lot of people are afraid to invest because there's a lot of different investments. They don't want to lose money. Yeah. I don't want to lose money. You don't want to lose money. But why do you think people are afraid to just talk about money, to make decisions on investing money? Uh, they're scared to go earn more. Why are people afraid of money?
1: In general, do you think? Well, yeah, I can tell you for me, like I was always scared of money, you know, Uh, and and I was terrified of it. So, so like if you look at still today, like I look at the bill of everything. It's a bill of everything. If something costs something, I want to know how much it was. Uh And so like, how much is it? Like, I'm going to ask that question, whether, whether it matters or not. It doesn't matter where I get in my life. I, I don't think I'm ever going to be free of how much was that? How much was the dinner? How much was, how much this? was dinner? How much was the tip? How much was the coat? How much was the jacket? What did, the, you know, me, uh, me and Elena, like Elena's like, hey, it's going to be fine, man. Like, look, what, look, 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 look at what you've done. We cannot spend this. And I'm like, how much was it? I want to know how much it was because when I grew up, do you had to know what things cost. Mm-hmm. And so the point you're, you're questioning about money is it's a terrifying thing because it's the one thing in life that, you know, the NFL is not going to give me the ball mm-hmm. and, and I'm never going to get a chance to golf. I can't win in those environments, but with money, everybody gets money. It's the one place where everybody gets it. And now what do I do? Mm-hmm. And I, I can lose it now. So it's a terrifying concept, like, like power. You know, very few of us ever, ever get any kind of influence or power, right? And once you get it, you're like, hey, what do I do with this? You know, am I gonna do it? I'm gonna, am I gonna do the right things with it? Mm-hmm. And so I think people withhold themselves because they don't, we're not educated about money. We don't know where it comes from. We have a lot of misinformation about it. Our parents terrified us. You know, money doesn't grow in trees. Uh, save your money, it'll save you. All these, these these things our parents told us because they were enamored mm-hmm. uh, or, or encumbered with the same kind of liabilities around money. Right. I don't know how to get it. I don't know how to keep it. And the th- the third, the worst part that we're all at is I don't know how to invest it. Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll. Some people get good at getting it. Very few actually. Fewer people at keeping it. But probably more than getting it. Mm-hmm. There's probably a big group in America that have learned how to keep money. Because they're afraid to lose it. They don't so want to keep... invest it. They don't want to use it. They don't want to. You know. Um, you know Kanye talks about this how white people how white people save all their money and they just keep it. They just store it. Like I had a, an uncle, he buried everything he ever made. It went in the backyard. Wow. The other uncle was, was, um, he was, he was a guy that bought, he, he, he worked hard, very, very frugal, Italian descent. Mm-hmm. And he would uh, buy, buy real estate, but it was always buy low and sell high. He actually never sold anything, but that was the concept, buy low. Buy the cheapest, lowest, get everything on a deal. If there's food stamps to be gotten, you go get those food stamps. If there's a, if there's a government deal, get it. If it's section eight and the government will pay you, pay it. So both these guys, different kind of mentalities were extremely frugal. Mm -hmm. My other uncle was, uh, worked in a refinery. He basically saved all his money, paid everything off, got out of debt. That was their lifestyle. My dad died when I was 10. So he paid all his debt off, had everything paid. And, and so that's all I had, right? Everybody around me was like, get money. Keep it, keep it, don't use it, you know, but, but you should invest, but nobody ever learns that third one. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think we're just a bunch of people walking around terrified of this, this apparent, apparency of it's scarce, right? And it's not, Mm Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know it's not there's nothing scarce about it didn't they just print more in the last we couple printed, years? we printed we, we printed more I think we printed more money since the last time I was with you than they printed in the last hundred years that's crazy since I saw you last that's nuts so everybody should have got a pay raise mm-hmm. and I know I know people are scared of the bubble right now they're like oh my god man things are, things have to real estate's too much and stocks are too much none, none of this stuff has gone up equal to the amount of money printed Mm. so if the print is this high you know if if the print is that high and inflation that we're hearing about all the time is this high you'd have to assume it would have at least this far to go Mm. but but that's only because people don't understand when you print this much money you need to multiply times nine because money money's printed when you take your money to the bank when I take the money that you're going to give me for this great interview today (laughs) and I take it to the bank, I put it, as soon as it goes into the bank, the bank gets notified. And the bank now has the ability to to loan that money out nine times, nine times, nine times. So they don't keep money. Okay. So if you put a million dollars with the bank today, they're they're going to go make $9 million worth of loans tomorrow. How How do they make that? How do they do it? Well, nine that's what times? they're allowed to do by 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 their
0: regulations. They can take a million dollars that you give them.
1: That's why they want deposits so much. And then mm-hmm.
0: they can go give nine million dollars in loans on that one. Million. That's right. Within a year, two, two years, years and within in microseconds, in one, one
1: day, they can loan out nine million. If when they you to. when you this is what people don't understand. They and this is what our parents didn't understand. Okay, so Bob goes out, Bob or Betty goes out, and they work and they make they do really well. and They make two hundred grand a year. Maybe they're online doing online sales. Hustle, hustle, hustle! Sell, trading their most valuable thing. This is what I did for 25 years, from 25 to 51 years old. Spent my most valuable asset, time, mm-hmm. to get money. Terrified, terrified every second of every day. That's that's really what's driven me the whole time was terror. Like when you don't know you're going to be scared. Yeah. So I'm going out to get money. I won't I won't spend any of it because I'm terrified if I can't. I don't know how to get more. I'm worried I can't keep getting more. So then I'd get the money and then I'd rush off and spend my most valuable asset time again to bring it to the bank. Yeah, And, and then, then they it, go multiply it. Dude, they're telling me to save it and they don't. Mm. And so when I quit listening to every everybody that's got an opinion about money online or my neighbors or my uncles, mm-hmm. and I started saying, what are they doing? When I, quit, banks. when I quit studying the influencers and started studying the banks, Goldman, JP Morgan, KKR, there's just an endless list of these guys. Mm-hmm. You start studying those guys. Elon, study Elon. Elon doesn't keep any cash. He thinks the whole thing's a joke, <laughs> which he's probably right. Mm-hmm. So, so what does he do? He reinvests everything. He's not paying debt off. He's accumulating debt, mm-hmm. but Apple has debt, Google has debt, Facebook has debt, and they have cash reserves that, that are the biggest cash reserves on planet Earth. They could pay cash for everything, Why do but they, get, they don't. Why do they get debt when they have all the exactly. cash? Exactly. Why do they do that? Because because if I take, if I take, man, you got a little whiteboard yeah, right here, yeah, man. <laughs> God dang, okay? So if I take, uh, the, the Apple just did this, okay? I got 90, I want to make a $90 billion purchase. I want to make a nine, and and mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, we got the cash for that. In fact, we have cash, Plus another 50%. Yeah. We got plenty of cash to do this. Okay. And then one of their people says, okay, bro, you do that. That is not a tax deductible event. What we should do is we should go keep this and go borrow 90 billion. Really? At like point zero zero five percent Like they're going to pay a half of 1%. For this debt. Maybe they pay one percent. Who cares? Right. They're like, I don't care. It's a, it's a tax deduction anyway. Interesting. So now they have the best of both worlds. They have their cash and they have debt. Now, back in when I was growing up, this debt would cost 10, 12, 15, 18 percent. It's so cheap now. This debt, because we print money. We we money is not scarce, like our parents told us. Like, well, I was growing up, I bet you I heard, I heard at least from my mother, from the age of 10 to 15, if I didn't hear this 500 or 1,000 times, I never heard it once. We don't own the electric company. Turn those lights out, boy. Mm. I still have that going on today. My dad, my mom told me my dad would, because he worked so hard, dude, like he was so like, oh, I finally got it. I finally made it. Now I got to protect it. He got stuck in the second piece, keeping it. You know, it's an emotional keep. And so it's a, it's not a rational thing, because you're hoarding now, you know. Still today, man, it's it's tough for me to buy blue jeans if they're not on sale. <laughs> I'm like, this is stupid, man. Like, well, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to wait, right? You know. So, so you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it's really stupid that I even worry about it, right? And I'm not saying on the come up, I think you should worry about it, right? But there needs to be where you can turn that switch off.
0: Mm-hmm. If you could give, um, you said there's a lot of misinformation and people just aren't educated on, on money in general when they're growing up, or well, there's just a lot of information Mi- out there. Mis- I think the are mis- is more, it's not a financial
1: illiteracy, it's a financial, it's almost like we've been hypnotized mm-hmm. with the wrong set
0: of rules. So if you could only share three pieces of information to your kids or the, the younger generation, or anyone stuck on hoarding and keeping money, what would you say would be those three things that you would share? to change the philosophy and mindset around the fear of money? Well,
1: I think number one is there's a bigger problem with hoarding in this country than there is with spenders. But what we see is, what we hear is all the spenders. Who are getting into debt. Yeah, oh my God, you know, he did this and he's overspending. But really, really you have more of a hoarding issue than you have a spender issue, Mm -hmm. number one. I think people err more on saving and not knowing how to use money than they do on buying Richards and, and, and Lambos, right. even though you see all that around LA. And right. I know that's, I know these people are, I walk into Vegas and I sit down at a table in Vegas and I know the three guys playing, they're, they're playing 10 times more than I am. They're, like they're playing $2,000 a hand, I'm playing $25. I'm like, I know they I know I'm know i in a better position to, to play what they're playing for, but mm-hmm. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, what the advice I would give people is like, I would just assume, that everything you know about money is incorrect everything every every single thing you know just about assume money. it so you can get back to where so 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 that you can actually have a white you can have a clean a clean board to to, mm-hmm. to operate from because if you go out right now and try to stack new information financial mm-hmm. literacy on top of you know a, a toxic foundation mm-hmm. it, it, it's all going to get all That's why when I tell people don't go buy a house, everybody freaks out. They're like, that can't be right. That can't be right. Why? Because that's what, you've been told to buy a house your whole life because the banks want you to buy a house. Now everybody just heard that's gonna say, I just saw you buy a house in Malibu. Right. I can do anything I want now. Right. Right. (laughs) Here comes the arrogance. (laughs) So, But I mean, I'm in a position now, like if I want to buy that house in Malibu, I can. But on the come up, buying a house is not what you should do. You should, one, I would scrape off that you don't know anything. Two, I would, uh, I would, invest everything you can in you. Mm-hmm. It's tax deductible. You never lose it. Your, the, the person's personal appreciation will always be bigger than any other asset class. Mm, I love that. Okay. Love Bitcoin that. can't match it. My Real person, estate can't match it. My personal asset appreciation will always, it is infinite. You know, who knows? I could be the next male Oprah right? or somebody watching could be the next rock or whatever right wow. like that what, what what is that appreciation value it's, it's straight up yeah so the the first thing people should invest money in mm-hmm. even use debt on mm-hmm. is their personal improvement mm-hmm. if you told me you had to go borrow a thousand dollars to to go to one of your classes to become great and it had any potential at all like mm-hmm. even a one percent chance of make putting you on the road to greatness, I'd be like, D- dude, go you go give Amex or Visa one thousand dollars right now. Mm-hmm. I don't even care what the rate is, right? Because the infinite return, infinite mm. beats eighteen <laughs> percent. <laughs> okay. So number one, invest in yourself. Number two, I would invest in your business, whatever your business is or your department, your division is. Like the first thirty years of my career, I didn't have I didn't own a company, but but I did invest in my department. Even though I worked for a company, mm-hmm. I had a secretary. I didn't have the company pay for my secretary. I paid for that. I wanted her to work for me. It was my mom, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so, um, invest in yourself, you know, like yeah. invest in yourself. Then invest in your business or your department, your skill set. If it's your company, then invest in your company, even down to zero. Like I wouldn't keep I wouldn't keep money around. Okay. I wouldn't save for a rainy day. I wouldn't have an emergency account. I did Why all not? that. Why not? Because you don't need it. You you don't you need you need what you need is you need hustle, you need other people's money. You need to go knock on another door, make another contact. You don't need reserves of money. Uh, so, what you need is cash flow. Okay. So how do we get cash flow? So you by making investments. That's the yeah. third. In other things, other things that don't require my skill set. So mm-hmm. that would be the third piece of advice: to start investing in real assets. That cash flow. Number two, that or B, they can appreciate. Three, that are, provide tax shelters. Um, and if you look at those three criteria, Bitcoin doesn't cover it. Stocks probably don't cover it. Gambling doesn't. Right. Um, that one, gold doesn't, silver doesn't. Uh, but, uh, real estate, real estate. NFTs Isn't, don't, yeah. NFTs don't because they don't cash flow. That's why when you invested in NFTs and you're like, okay, they're cool, you're crossing your fingers hoping, mm-hmm. but you don't see a check. With the real estate, I'm sending you a check every month. You're like, okay, I just got another check. I just got another check. I just got, a, like, you don't have to be in mystery. Right. But the most important thing is that people need to like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know that if you're in, you live in America and you're having a money problem, it is not because you're stupid. And it's not because you're lazy. What it's is c- it? Be- it's because you have the wrong information.
0: The wrong information. If you're losing
1: at the table, and there's pe- other people winning there, okay, you're just, you just have the wrong data. And I believe that Americans, particularly Americans, have the wrong data about money. That they're financially, they have been, they have like me- there's medical misinformation. There is financial mm-hmm. misinformation in the marketplace mm-hmm. that is perpetuated by the banks and the institutions because every time you operate under their hypnotism, you benefit them, Mm. not your family. So if someone's got between
0: 1,000 and 10,000, and they're trying to multiply it to 100,000, what would be the steps they would take? How long do you think it would take them to go from 1,000 or 10,000 to multiply it? And would you say, put that all in your own personal investment uh, would you put it, invest in the business that you're in? Would you invest it in other things that cash flow, appreciate and provide tax shelters? What would you do?
1: If you got $1,000, I would like just keep, you know, keep investing in yourself until you got another 1,000. Okay. And and then invest in yourself, you know, now, now you got 2,000 investing in, you go, mm-hmm. go, go. Y- you should start making money faster. Mm-hmm. At some point, you should start like, every time you make an investment in yourself, if I put fuel in my car, it's supposed to take me further. Right. Right, so if I invest in myself, then, and look, you know, there's things I bought that I didn't get a return on right away, but I didn't quit investing in a course or a workshop or training or education mm-hmm. because it didn't work. Or your health. or I spent you know. 17 years going to school. None of it was any good for me, mm-hmm. but it did teach me. <laughs> it did teach me how to go to school. Right. You know, how to study, how to study, how to go there, how to finish, how to complete a course. Like I, I completed college. Mm-hmm. I'm not proud of that, by the way.
0: You're not proud you completed
1: it? Why no, not? No, no, because it was stupid. It was ridiculous. I should have dropped out. Like, I, I knew it was a bad thing. I would, knew- What did you major in? Uh, uh, Majoring in accounting. It's a good degree. It's not like just some, you know, business degree. Right. But uh, you should have dropped out of it. Why? I should 100%, because I, I I mean, I would still, I would still, I would, well, I'd have a five-year jump on my career. Mm-hmm. But the problem is I was on drugs. So, so, you know- Physical, actual drugs? If I wouldn't have been on drugs, I would have quit college.
0: In person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com, where their award-winning app, State Farm, lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to
0: $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at Select Business Merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express.
1: Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash business gold card. Because I would have had enough confidence in myself. Mm. When you're on drugs, you can't have confidence Mm. because you know you're drugged. Right. So everything is second guess because like my self esteem was like like through through the basement. And so I'm like, I need to quit college. But everybody around me is, like, oh, no, you got to finish college. You got to finish college. I'm like, what do I know? I'm a drug addict. Mm-hmm. And if I drop out, I don't have a degree. And then no one's I got to hire me. And, and yeah. I didn't even worry about any of that because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't worry about that. I just didn't have the confidence to follow my intuition. You can't when you're on drugs, when yeah. you're not yourself. So what what do you do with a thousand bucks, right? right. Um, you know, I I think you just got to keep investing in you until like, oh, oh, now I'm making Mm $3,000. Okay, boom, reinvest all that again. But what we do is we start taking it off the table, right? We save it, we don't invest it. So I think people just need to get on that that cycle of like, okay, I'm going to keep repeating this activity. I'm going to reinvest some money in myself, go to the workshop or whatever. Mm -hmm. Monday, I got to be hustling again. Until, okay, now I got $4,000. Okay, now I got 5,000. Now the income's starting to pick up. Income has to pick up in the income should be an indication that whatever you're learning is helping you that's interesting until one day you're like okay i have more money here than i can actually invest in myself i can't uh, like there's nothing i can go to to get rid of this money you need to get rid of that money though all my free time is going to my workshops i don't have more
0: free time to invest in me yeah i'm developing skills i'm working i'm earning more yeah
1: now what's the next step yeah and now 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 it would be okay I got to spend money on marketing I wouldn't mm-hmm. go make a, I wouldn't go look for an investment right now mm-hmm. I'm gonna spend money on marketing now 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 I'm gonna spend money on marketing to get me more leads mm-hmm. and I would you know big mistake I made in my career was not spending more money on marketing because you turned what 50 when you really started investing in I was 50 I was 51 when we started playing the social media game and and I was probably 56 55 or 56 when we started spending money on marketing Wow yeah. 51 I, when I, you started doing social media. Yeah, yeah. And, then and, I, and I should have been spending money, I should have been spending money when I was 25 years old. When I was selling cars, I should have spending money been spending money on ads. But I was scared, man. So, so what so, made you not scared 25 years later, 26 years later, at 51? I started studying, hey, what do, what do all these successful people have in common? You know, whether it was the mattress dealer, the car dealer, the furniture dealer, or Elon Musk. They spend money, man. You know, they spend money. They spend a lot of money and they don't worry about money the way I was worried about it. They use money. You know, they used it. They didn't save it. They didn't hoard money. Mm -hmm. And the greatest companies on this planet today, the ones that have just like some of these companies have lost money for 25 years. Look at Amazon.
0: Yeah.
1: Reinvest 1.7 million employees. When I started, I I remember I looked at Ernst Young. I said, I have a buddy that worked at Ernst Young. I said, how many employees you got? He's like 240,000. Wow. And I'm worried about 10 people. Mm -hmm. What am I thinking? Mm. So, so when I quit studying individuals and started studying people, everything shifted for me. When I quit trying to be the, you know, when I quit worrying about what Bob was doing or Pete or whoever, and started saying hey man what is this big company doing mm-hmm. because that also relieved me of being competitive with this guy Pete and started saying okay I'm gonna go do what coca-cola does that's when I bought the plane wow. really yeah how old were you when you bought the plane uh I was uh 50 maybe 55 the first one I bought it because because I studied what coca-cola was doing they bought planes I said, why are they buying planes? Oh, then I learned how they write them off. And then I learned how they trade them every three years.
0: That's crazy.
1: So notice every three years I'm trading a plane. I'm getting rid of it, replacing it with another one. But what are they using it for? They don't use it for pleasure. They're not using it for Instagram photos. They're using it to go and set up headquarters in other countries. Wow. You know, So so that's when I wrote, uh, if if you're not first, you're last. Because when I started studying these companies, I'm like, Coca-Cola is everywhere. You can't go any place and not see Coca-Cola and and I was I was like this big I was always thinking about what can I keep Mm -hmm. and they were thinking about how many shells can we get on how many eyeballs can we see Mm -hmm. so that's when that's when it all clicked for me you know and and that goes back to that thing about the financial misinformation right it's like who am I studying and and that's that's when we started you know open up the funds for for I was at, uh went to New York City to go walk in Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan's offices I wanted to walk in and see what it was like These are hundred multi hundred billion dollar companies crazy, you know, and I walked in I was like, oh my god, man I just it just all hit me in a second I've been doing everything wrong. What were they doing different? They owned the building. Mm. They weren't renting the building they own the building. Well, they don't care if they rent. They they could it. rent it, but they own the. The elevators were bigger than the studio. Oh, right. One elevator, that's crazy. and sixty people got on that elevator oh and went to the went to the 120th floor. And then there was six six of these elevators. People going up and down. Everybody told me, "Don't take people's money. Do not let investors invest when you keep the whole deal for yourself." The second I walked into mm. Goldman Sachs, because all they're doing is getting investor money. That's all they do. Okay, and the difference is what I do is I I could go to Goldman Sachs, I was there, they would give me money. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not gonna get money from them. I'm gonna do what they do. From individuals. Exactly, from my friends, from people that follow me, from people that support me, okay? Goldman Sachs will give money to anybody. Right. Okay, they don't know how to go to these people. They're not on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or TikTok. So I'm gonna create a fund where I can tell my audience Hey, Lewis, you can invest with me. I'm gonna kick Goldman out of the deal, or JP, or whoever, the, the, there's a bunch of these, these guys. You know? It's not that they're doing a bad thing or, or, or anything. I'm not saying they're the they're, they're, they're devil, but they're close, <laughs> okay? Because that, uh, they, they, they're, they're, they're not gonna call you up and say, how you doing, man, mm-hmm. you know, without saying, hey, you got any money to invest. Mm-hmm. It's just not, you know, that's not what they do. Their, their, their job is to make money, period. So anyway, when I saw that, I'm like, okay, these people are, these are the richest institutions on the planet. They fund everything that happens. Um, The company BlackRock, BlackRock's going to be, BlackRock and Vanguard, these are multi, you know, probably going to be worth $20 trillion each in the next handful of years. They'll own, they they say they'll own 99% of all the assets on planet Earth, not just in America. (laughs) How are they able to do that? Because, because they scale, right? Because mm-hmm. they, think, they think big. So they, they, you know, they're funding everything. Everything that happens on this planet from media to pharmaceutical is gonna be funded by those two companies. Wow! So it just, when you're, st- when you're studying your rich uncle or the neighbor down the street, the, the think is only so big. And then when I started studying these other companies, I was like, okay, this is who, if you wanna create that kind of legacy wealth mm-hmm. and really help a lot of people, because they are in a position to help or hurt a lot of people that's the scale you got to think at yeah but it took
0: you really 25 years to get there to start thinking that way is that right because you weren't able to see yourself spending money for 25 years you were just trying to earn because, more, and more and more yeah
1: because i was just trying to because i was the grind the grind the grind was so it was such a low level grind mm-hmm. Let's say you had the right information at 25. Let's yeah. just say you yeah. had a,
0: a rich uncle that yeah. did what these people did, and you got to witness this. Yeah, do you think that you would have been able to get there faster? Yeah, one thousand years. Or do you feel like money only comes to you when you're ready for it? No, like when you're no, ready I, to make it, and when no. you're ready to take on the risk or the responsibility. S-
1: Sabrina will never make the mistakes I made. Okay, mm-hmm. because she won't. She won't get in the wrong car. I got in the wrong vehicle. I didn't mm-hmm. know, the vehicle I got in when I was 28 years old, I could actually make a hundred grand a year doing this. My da- my, da- my daughters will never get in that vehicle. What would they do? They'll be like, I'm not getting in a $100,000 ride. Right. <laughs> right. If it can't bring me, it, it, they're, they're gonna be like, hey, if this is, doesn't have a billion dollar possibility, that they, they're gonna pick, the, this is the wealthy, they, they put their kids, the, their kids see things differently. Mm-hmm. If they're not ruined. right. You know, if they're not completely ruined and scathed by having whatever they want, then they'll, they'll see they'll see tra- they'll see opportunities different. Yeah. You know, and and but when when you see the possibility, then you're like, I'm not gonna get in that car, that car, that car. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get in a spaceship. Mm. So if I was 28 again today, I mean, I would know what what industries to pick. Top three industries to pick. Uh, well, got mind. got hedge funds have to be one of them really you, 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 uh, advertising and marketing's got to be a space to be in
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and probably you know something to do with healthcare if i could scale healthcare if i could scale scale the organic uh um, alternative medicines um you know so th- those are three massive spaces maybe maybe financial too maybe mm-hmm. the the financial world you know in the next 30 years we're probably going to have a a disruption of the dollar, right? You know, and and right. A, the way money's maybe we're a crypto currency, you know, environment in right. the future. Yeah. So any of that, any of that's going to happen, you know. Um But but there, the re, the reason I would go there is like like Jeff Bezos when I when I saw the first interview with Jeff when he was saying he was studying algorithms. Mm. I think he was he was at one of the big firms selling stocks before Amazon. Yeah, before Amazon. Mm-hmm. And then he saw, some, he saw something came across his desk where there was a spike in internet activity. Eyeballs going to the internet. That's when he said, I'm gonna go do Amazon. Mm. And he followed traffic. So I didn't ever follow traffic. He followed scale. He followed scaling possibilities. And then what did he do? He followed this traffic, the possibility. Then he invested in the possibility. And then he went into debt on the possibility. And then he was willing to not get paid any money. But what did I do? I need money today. I got to have money this week. I had, need to have a little more money next week. And if I get a little more money after that, I'm going to save it all. And then I'm going to go do that again. And I'm going to feed the bank. And I'm going to keep feeding the bank. I don't, I don't even know how much money the bank's made off of me for 25 really? years we don't know anybody that works harder than grant cardone and as soon as he gets a a a bag he brings it to us what do they do hey y'all want to borrow this money now repeat that 300 million times wow and that's the american people what about uh a family that's thinking you know i really feel
0: comfortable having six months to a year of savings because i got kids i got you know the rent i got the all the bills yeah what do you what do you say to someone who's like you know what I, I see where you're coming from, but maybe I
1: don't feel that comfortable yet. Well, then the, the keep, the, you know, mon- money. If you think money's going to save you, you, you know, you're just, again, they're stacking they're stacking information on top of uh, bad information. Okay. Mm. You, you, you know, the money that you have saved in the last six months has probably dropped 11%. Mm. So the money that you have, you got 100 grand. I got to have six months of savings. I need, you know, 4,000. My bills are four or 5,000 bucks a month. I got to have 30 grand in the bank. Gotta have 30. But they really have 180. So first of all, I guarantee they have more than six months. Mm. And they don't even know it. Because they're living out of terror.
0: Right. It's not logic. Right.
1: You say it's logic. I need six months, but you got three times more than you need. Sure. Number one. Number two, you've never had an emergency that costs you 30 grand in your lifetime. Very few people ever had that emergency. Everybody hears about it. Oh yeah, my guy got in a bad this happened, blah, 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 Car accident or this But if I you know. had assets, if you'd been investing in assets, you can always go use those assets for collateral mm-hmm. to, you to solve your out. cancer surgery. You can get a loan out from the bank if you 100%. It, yeah. Or if you just took the money that you earned and keep reinvesting in assets that pay you, not assets that you wish one day will pay you, but assets that pay you every month, if you keep a investing in that asset class one day your cash flow will be your emergency account mm. my, my emergency account last month paid me a million six <laughs> my cash flow that's my crazy. free cash flow that's crazy that's no work involved that is not one second of one day okay that was and that happens every single month in my place but that's that's been because i made a bunch of investments for the last you know 25 years right end of every year I dump all my cash out every year mm-hmm. I'm like you need to get as close to zero as you can and replace it with assets that, that in January if I dump out in December January I want a payment from that it doesn't have to be a big payment it just needs to be a drip off that asset something yeah so I'm gonna go I'm not gonna buy a cup because the cup won't pay me so in December I had a bunch of money boom I'm like make a deal you saw you were in it yes a couple of days ago yeah yeah Take that, bought that house. Take that cash, yeah. that garbage that you have. I already had a surplus of money, so if I can't buy two of these, I'm not going to buy one of them. If I can't write off some portion of it, I'm not going to buy it. Mm. If I can't do it out of passive income, I'm not going to touch it.
0: Interesting.
1: So those are my those are my criteria for making investments, right? And it needs to cash flow. So I took a bunch of this cash that was sitting here, just deteriorating, not providing me with safety, mm. and took it and put it into this asset. And people are like, are you Stu, You're ridiculous. You paid that much money for that thing. Okay, we'll see. You know, so I I buy this thing. This thing will provide rental income. I think this year I'll make three million bucks on this deal. Wow. In cash flow. And how much do you have to put down? Need to buy the whole well, thing. Well, I, to... I, I paid cash for this Gotcha. So so, but the reason I did it is not because this is a great deal, but but this is a terrible deal. Keeping the cash. Keeping the cash is garbage. This, this Malibu house is probably one of the worst investments I ever made, <laughs> Why? Okay? But, but I had a bunch of surplus cash. I had mm-hmm. already bought in December, we bought uh, almost 2000 apartments. Mm-hmm. If I could have got another apartment deal, I would have bought another apartment deal with a 40 million, but I couldn't. You couldn't find one. I couldn't find another deal. Okay. I still had this money left over. End of the year. It's just a thing that I do. End of the year dump out, literally like flush the toilet on your savings. So every day I look at my savings accounts, okay? It's not because I'm worried about any more money anymore. I I know for sure the money's going down in value. Everybody knows that this year. Your money is depreciating, Mm -hmm. right? It's dropping down in value. What you were told that is 100 grand is not 100 grand. The bank's not even telling you the truth. It's 100 less 11,000. It's 11% right now? could be 34% less. Some people think it's going down 34%. That's crazy. But you're gonna still see 100, because this is invisible taxing, right? It's inflation. Wow. So I know that. I know it's not a hundred. So when you guys look at your checking, yeah, I got 180,000, you're lying to yourself because mm. you, you, you're, not, you're not doing all the math on money. This is why Mike Saylor went and took all that money he had and invested in Bitcoin. Bitcoin, yeah. Because he's done the research. So I would listen to him and I'm not saying you guys should go buy Bitcoin, but I'm not buying Bitcoin at, that, at those levels. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm buying assets that can provide me more, with more cash, with more income. Maybe I should be buying Bitcoin. I don't know. But anyway, so I dumped this out. I dumped this for now. I've been, I've been shopping this piece of real estate for 19 months. I've been working this deal for 19 months. Wow. So I'm not being like, okay, I just got to go buy something. I'm not going to do that. But I'm trying thing. to get rid of this cash to go into an asset that has the potential to go up in value over time. I dump out in January, okay? I do three webinars. That's why everybody wants to know, man, what's the rush to make more money? Because I'm broke, man. <laughs> and I got a new house. Right. You got you got bills to pay now, you got expenses. So January 1st comes, I've done three webinars already to start filling this up again. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, if I if I walked into January 1st with 40 million bucks sitting in a bank account, dude, I You're not hungry. What's the rush, bro? You're not hungry. Yeah, let's plan, let's do some planning this year. Mm. But what I do is I dump out. So every year for the last 15 years, every January, I end up with more assets. I go broke over here and I go up over here. What are the top assets that will make money for you beyond real estate, do you think? uh let's see beyond i mean i mean that's my deal that you know you could buy mutual funds and you can buy you know go go feed vanguard and go feed the blackie stones and (laughs) you know they own everything dude right you go make a bet on disney Uh you know um You can buy stocks. You can buy funds. Yeah, you you can buy gold and silver. Gold is dead. Gold is gold is a terrible investment. Has been for ten years. Mm -hmm. Anybody says it's a good investment? Just look at the chart for ten years. It's it's down this year. We got major inflation. It's supposedly the great inflation hedge. We have major worry about inflation, and gold went down. Yeah. So you can go buy crypto, but you're gambling. Right. What would be what
0: would be your case for crypto? Let's say. Well, Let's the, say you had a billion dollars in yeah, Bitcoin, yeah, and yeah. you had to make your case why this is an amazing investment.
1: Yeah, obviously that's not your but, thing. Yeah, no, but I'm studying. Like, like I'm studying this whole. you see, Michael, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm very interested in the space. Right, so I, I have I, what I have. I have probably six million dollars in Bitcoin. In Bitcoin by itself. Yeah, somebody gave me some. Right, I remember this was like yeah. four years ago, wasn't it? Three years have, ago. I still have. That. I remember you said you got paid, bucks.
0: you got paid in Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. And you said I'll take your money in Bitcoin and whatever crypto. Or anything. Yeah, yeah, I'll take will take whatever. And how much did you get when you originally got Bitcoin? Hundred pieces. Hundred pieces at five hundred bucks. Yeah, what? yeah,
1: yeah. So that's that's worth uh, forty. Uh, you know, whatever it is today, I don't know. How well, much it what, is today. So what is that? Fifty grand. Is, that yeah, what it is fifty. Fifty
0: grand. You got no, no. It's
1: five million dollars. Five million. But what did you get when you got it? How much was it? Was, it when you it got was fifty dollars. A hundred pieces. It was $500 and there was 100 pieces, so whatever, 50 grand. 50 grand. So you had 50 grand for some product you had or something or some Yeah, yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah, it was a speaking gig, actually. Speaking gig. Yeah. And now it's worth... And then then when it hit 30,000 again, I bought some more. (sighs) Okay. Uh, Because I'm starting to like, okay, this thing could happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, 28 million pieces. You know, they're never going to make more. It is not, to me, it is not an inflation hedge. What is it? It's, it's, a, it's just a place to store. It's an asset store. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a currency. I don't think it's a currency because currency comes from the word current. It means it moves and, and I don't see this moving. I see this as a, a storage. Mm-hmm. You know, I see this as something that could one day maybe replace gold as a, as a standard. We're certainly gonna move closer to a digital universe in money than we are Absolutely. gold standard. We're never going back to the gold standard. Well, if you have a lot of it, you gotta be promoting it. I've never, I'm 63 years old. I've never, never had any gold in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I've never had a gold block, gold Unless coin. you have maybe a, a chain or something. I got you a ring. or, or I little chain, I lost that. <laughs> you know, I don't understand it. I think there's more people playing the Bitcoin game that they, than there are people playing the gold game. Right. But anyway, um, so the case for Bitcoin is it's limited, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's you know. Hopefully they're not going to make any more. It, that, that's what they say. It is a ledger. I like that there's millions of computers backed up saying, "Hey, this is, this is what it is," you know. And I I don't completely understand it. Right. And, but, but it's not paying you a dividend. But that's what I don't like. No cash flow. Okay. Now I'm in a position. I don't need more cash flow. You can't. I, I don't know how to spend a million six a month. <laughs>
0: Get recruiter, the smartest way to hire.
1: Plus, plus I had the discipline to go make more money. Mm-hmm. It's not like I quit working. So, Do you, you know, have a goal the, of how much cash flow you want? No, I I have a goal. I have a goal. Well, the, the business, not the real estate. Yes. The business last year made, I mean, it made $8 million a month. Wow. Okay, so.
0: This is on your the, real estate, the educational side of yeah, things, so the, the events, eight, the books. Eight, probably eight and a
1: half. Okay.
0: Consulting, coaching, events, everything, books, every, every, everything, everything in there. Gross
1: income, 110 million bucks last That's year. amazing. Yeah, no, from, dude, I remember when I couldn't make 100 grand in a year. Wow. How does that feel? So what, unbelievable, dude. <laughs> I mean, today, I woke up today, Jared hits me today. He's like $643,000 today.
0: That's crazy. That's
1: insane.
0: Insane. When me. was the last time you made 100 grand in one year? That you're in the 100?
1: to 100 to a 200 grand. i mean i don't know i don't know you know but yeah. i remember when i i remember when that was my goal Lewis. my goal was to make 100 grand in a year and i wanted ten thousand dollars in passive income mm-hmm. i said dude if i can make 100 grand a year and ten thousand dollars is passive income i'm set <laughs> you know so so like this this all is a, a bit of a dream to me like it's not like you know, I never thought I would do this. I never even thought about these kind of numbers. One point six million a um, um, year in the passive income. A month? A month? A month? That's passive. That that's just money. That's, that's not
0: you working.
1: No, no, no. That's not a new real estate deal. That's not that's not investors. Okay. My so back to the goal. What's the goal? Yes. My goal. We were, we paid out three million dollars a month last year to investors. That's the thing I'm most proud of. That's pretty cool. The thing that and what we do with kids. is like the two two things that I just trip on. I want to send out at least $30 million a month. We sent out 36 million last month, uh, last year. You want to do, do that this? every month? I want to do that every month. Wow. And when I get to 30 million, I'm going to go to 300 million a month. Wow. I'm going to send out 300 million a month. I want I want uh, 10 million investors <laughs> and I want 10 million investors. I want to send more money out than I've ever made personally. A month. So I'm going to flip this whole thing. I'm going to wow. go from the kid that was worried about the kid that you know grew up in a good household became a drug addict then he became a salesman everybody knows i'm this guy always hit the link hit the link you know you guys are always freaking trashing on me because you know he's always selling something i'm gonna flip that whole thing to where i'm always sending people money
0: Mm. How does it feel for you to know that there's money going out? Because I think it comes out like the 15th of every 15th month. 15th of right? every month,
1: bro. I get an email. You get email. I see my statement. When you see yours, I get mine. Yeah.
0: How does that feel knowing when you receive your $1.6 million, <laughs> you're also,
1: however many thousand people that are invested in you yeah. are also getting a check that day. How does that feel? I, I call them and say, hey, how much do we send out? Oh. So most important number I have. Uh, t- most important number every day I get, how much cash do I have? Second most important number is what we sold each day, and the third one is how much we sending out this month. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I, I look how much I get. I look at last Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: if everybody else is winning, I know I'm winning. You're getting big, yeah. You know, but the thing that and the thing that makes me happiest is like I know people can't lose with me. Why is that? Well, the the real estate it can't go away. You know, Bitcoin could go to ten thousand tomorrow. My real estate cannot go to ten thousand. It just the value of the real estate is the value of the real estate and supported by income. Right? So this isn't a house, the Malibu house, the Malibu house could go down in value, but it's still going to rent for 20 grand a night. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter to like, you want to, you want to be in that house, in that location, on that beach, you want to bring 12 other people to stay there. You're going to pay 20 grand a night to be there. It doesn't matter whether the house is worth 40 million or 38 million or 32 million or whatever you're going to pay for the house. You know, so as long as I got income, income allows you to income and time allow you to keep something. Mm-hmm. It's paid for. I paid in cash, so there's no there's no debt issue. Right. Uh, I have my other house in 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 Miami that's paid for. Mm-hmm. You know, so I bought two houses last year. It's crazy. It's insane. It's dude. crazy, man. You know, so and I'm the guy that says don't buy a house. Mm-hmm. Dude, but you're when like, you're at he ne- won't even take his own advice. Oh, I am taking my advice. But at this level, you can buy what you want because you got the cash flow to yeah, come in. It, like, like I am taking all my advice. I'm not mm-hmm. ignoring my own advice, you know? So, so I'm not violating any of my rules. Mm-hmm. If you can't buy two of them you can don't even think about it. Mm. Number two, if you can't pay for it in cash, don't think about it. doesn't mean you got to pay for it in cash. Right. It just means you need to be in that position. If you want a nice watch, be able to buy two of them. If the watch is 40 grand. You got to build, you got to have 80 grand. Why is It that- needs to be in cash and it should be from passive income cash not earned income. Why is that mindset you need to be able to buy two of them? If you can buy two of them, dude, you're probably cool. So then, then you don't ever, like, like, when do you spend, somebody asked me the question once, hey man, when's it all right to spend st- a rapper? Hey man, when's it all right to be stupid? But when you got stupid money, you can mm. be stupid. Yeah. What is stupid money? Well, stupid money ain't earned income, mm.
0: ever. Mm-hmm. Even if you made $10
1: million. I don't care how much you made. If you made 10 and paid five to the IRS and you got five left, you don't spend that. I never spend that money, ever. So, so this is, I never, ever, 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 ever ever spend earned income. Really? Never. So my earned income, okay? If I traded time for it, my earned, Mm -hmm. I never spend a penny of it. Right. Okay. Okay. Now what I do is I invest all of the earned, whatever's left over after the IRS. So the IRS is going to bang me right here. Mm -hmm. I invest all of that. 100% of this is invested. I save none of it. I invest this in a real asset that will pay me cash Mm. and it's going to give me a drip, right? It's going to give me a little drip of cash. So maybe this is a million dollars. So this pays me, let's say it pays me a hundred grand a year. I can spend this, Mm -hmm. but I can't spend, I can't spend that now because it's not spendable. Mm. This is illiquid.
0: The asset you can't spend. can't
1: spend it, can't touch it, can't have it stolen from you, taken from you, you know, but it's kind of hard to make it go away. Sure. Right, I do need to fund it, need to, 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 you know, this is what the Bitcoin people, Mike Saylor is gonna say, yeah, but it, you got property taxes, you got maintenance. Uh, yeah, I know, but I also got income. Okay, cash I, don't have, flow. I don't have any, yeah. I got cash flow, right? So I can keep it, so I get a drip. Now, the drip is how I live. Like if I wanna buy a $100,000 watch, good. Okay, I can buy a hundred, as long as I got 200 grand. Right. So, and it's all right to do stupid stuff, but here when your money is having little babies, (laughs) not when you're up there on your legs and busting your knees up, doing your song, because one day he's 29 right now, nobody. Like, I know you think you're gonna last forever. Look at a lot of these guys. Nobody lasts forever. So what, what I wanna do is I wanna position him. I said, look, in the next 10 years, if you retire when you're 39 or 49, I want you to go from being you know, tearing up your space, making big money in your space, and the moment you transition from rapper mm-hmm. and become nobody, we're going to click a switch, and you're going to be a real estate mogul. Mm. Okay, so so my goal for him is, I said, look, what do you make? And I and I picked the number. He's like, dude, you just you just told me what I made last year without knowing what I made, and I hit the number almost exactly. Yeah, figured out how many days he did, figured out what he was getting paid, And endorsement deals, everything else. I said, look. I said, when you're 49 years old, bro, you could be worth 200 million bucks right over here. If you put this much if in you every just take, year. If you just do what I tell you to do. You go work a gig, they pay you 130,000, you take 60 grand, park it. Mm. Wednesday night, do another deal. He's like, what am I live on? Bro, you're gonna live on deals. So nobody's going to know what happened to you. They're going to be like, hey, man, he ain't, he ain't, the Savage ain't showing off anymore, man. Mm. You know? So I said, yeah, but bro, you're going to go from. You're show off in a bigger way. Bro, later. you're going to show up as a real estate tycoon. You're going to be, one day you're going to show up, it's going to be, it's going to be 2042 and you're going to have hundreds of millions of dollars of properties that are paying you every month.
0: Mm. You don't have See, to go work for that. You're going to yeah.
1: step from this one. A-Rod talked about this to me at, uh, at the growth conference. Mm. He's like, I knew my earning capacity was going to go to zero with the Yankees. At some point, at some point, everybody's earning capacity is depreciating, right? So at the beginning, it goes up, like yours is going, still going up, right? Yours is still going up. At some point, it'll plat, it'll hit the top. Mm-hmm you'll lose interest, maybe not want to do it anymore, whatever. And then it's going to start slowly going down until you're just not a thing anymore. And some younger Lewis house is going to come up and replace you or a bunch or technology or whatever. And your earning capacity is going to go down. While it's going down on the way up, you Mm. should be planning for that going down and collecting assets over here. Wow. So that's why at the end of each year, like if people could do this, at the end of each year, start a new year with more assets and no cash. And do that every year, a year, two years, five years, 10 years, 12 years. Like if I had advice for somebody, I'd be like, man, don't just worry about this year. Start collecting a little bit of assets this year, another one next year. You you don't have to own it all. Mm -hmm. Like the way you're doing it with me. Mm -hmm. Find somebody that you trust, somebody that's invested, man, and just keep getting rid of cash. Right. Because, you know, every time I get rid of this money, see, every time I get rid of this, let's say it's... uh, Let's say it's a hundred grand. Every time I get rid of a hundred grand, a hundred grand buys me four hundred thousand dollars worth of real estate, right? Because you only have to put twenty percent down. Yeah, because I'm using leverage, so I'm taking the hundred that's uh-huh. going down in value. Uh-huh. Maybe fifteen or twenty percent a year.
0: You're putting it into four hundred thousand of real I'm estate. I'm going up. And this is going up in value. Well, this is good for me because
1: inflation, if you own real estate, you want inflation. Right. I want the materials to cost more. I want the cost of glass to go up. I want, I benefit from this. I want rent to go up. Yes. So like not everybody. You don't want inflation if you have cash. If you have cash, you definitely don't want inflation. Interesting. Okay. Because it's going down in value even though the bank might pay more. Now Mm. what we got right now, what's going on right now is a really freaking weird deal because the banks aren't paying anymore and it's going down in value. So the value, the dollar's going down, and they're not paying you anything at the bank. So you're just getting double whammoed with no chance. Why is
0: it important for people to be investing in real estate now? Like if you could do it now, and should they do it on their own in terms of like, okay, I'm gonna buy uh, my own apartment building or my own house and do kind of the Airbnb thing. What about that strategy?
1: It's good, it's good, yeah. it's a good, t- but, but you, you, you just went from having a job to a second job because now you're managing the property. You're managing it, you're handling mm. problems, you're mm-hmm. collecting rents, that's another job. Actually, that's probably not gonna be even included as passive income. Interesting. So there's a lot of people in multi-level marketing that say that they have passive income. I'm like, that's not passive income. That's residual income, mm. not passive income. What's the difference between passive and residual income? Passive income is I make an investment and somebody sends me a check. A uh, residual income, and it could be residual, it could be repeating, recurring, right? right. But if I, If I go collect the rent, paint the place, put in the tenant, that's not passive. That's active income. I had to rent it. I had Mm -hmm. to collect it. You're trading time for money. You had to market it. You had to do all. What you get from me is passive. Mm -hmm. You 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 know you 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 don't decide what color the paint on the building is. No. You don't. You hadn't even been to the building. No. I can't (laughs) believe it's the fifteenth again. Right. That's passive income, right? Dividend income is passive income. Mm -hmm. You you invest in. Apple computer and they send you a check. But if you have to work he, he, for it, it's not passive. No, so the CEO of Coca-Cola made 50 million bucks last year. A lot of money, right? Okay, that's earned income. Mm-hmm. Government's gonna take half of it. Warren Buffett invested in Coca-Cola. He was paid 508 million Come on. last year. That's passive income. As a dividend? Yes. And he doesn't have to pay now, tax on now, it? You know how many people on the internet wanna be the boss? A lot dude the boss don't make any money the investor does mm. don't be the boss don't be the CEO this is there's so much confusion in the marketplace be the investor
0: yeah
1: just invest and what does Warren do Warren is how I got in real estate I started buying real estate because I studied studied the old man
0: what are he the old man
1: when 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 I would read well the old man's only invested in stocks right I'm like I'm not going to do stocks because I don't like them but what I wanted to learn from Warren Buffett, what, what was he doing? What was the consistent patterns of what he invested in? All companies that were had been around a long time, he did not buy the cheapest company. Mm. He never looked for what my uncle looked for. He didn't buy low and sell high. What was he doing? He bought fair value mm. at a fair price. He bought the best quality at a fair price. He didn't look for the lowest price. He wasn't looking for a, a, the, the day a stock went down to one dollar. He never do, He's never done that. He invests in companies that all cash flow, leaders in their space. Uh, Coca Cola, Sea Candies, um, Apple Computer. He didn't buy Apple Computer for years until he understood that Apple Computer was a cash flow company mm. because of iTunes. Wow! That it wasn't a computer company. It was a cash flow generating machine. When I read that, I'm like, dang dude, the, everything he buys is really real estate. You see, so I'm like, okay, I, I can't get the, I cannot buy a big enough position. I'm not rich enough to get a big position of Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. I don't get on the inside. I'm a little guy, right? So I'm never gonna get access to Wall Street. Goldman Sachs ain't gonna call me and say, hey, we got this deal going, man. It's gonna be <laughs> the next Coca-Cola, right? I'm never gonna get that call. So what can I buy? This like Warren. Oh, real estate, man. I can buy the 26 units in San Diego because I know the neighborhood. I grew up there, and and I spent some time there. So I know that. So I can buy that. I can go to the bank. I can get a good loan on it, and it cash flows. And and, that, and that's how I started buying real estate because Warren, he bought for the long term. He bought great locations, mm-hmm. great properties. Fair price. He He's never managed anything. He's not, he's not man- the CEO of the company. He's it's- not a manager. He's not a CEO. He never gets rid of the, the the employees that are there. And I was like, man, what are you doing, dude? He's not the salesman, but he is a promoter. Mm-hmm. So when I started watching what his moves, he's on TV all the time and he takes big positions, mm. giant positions, not little ones. Is that it- All that changed everything wow. for me. I quit buying this and a little bit here and a little bit there. It's called diversification. I quit doing that when I watch Warren. Warren is not diversified. Uh, I think four investments gave him 70% of all his returns last year. Wow. Yeah. And if he wasn't so rich, he'd probably own, only own three or four stocks, but he's got it. He, he, he's so, there's so much money now. Right. Elon's another guy, never diversified. PayPal was his only investment. Mm-hmm. When he sold PayPal, He only has three investments today, and no homes, and no cash. Really, no cash. Oh, he doesn't own uh, real estate, or he he doesn't own his home. He doesn't own his homes. He's all in, man. Yeah, but that's not the advice our parents gave us,
0: or our school teachers. Right. Where is housing going to be in the next eight to ten years?
1: Do you think it's going to be? It's going to have people in them, right? And it's going to be more expensive. And I think people are going to be more renters than they're going to be owners. Why is that? Cause it can be too because expensive it can be to own. Too expensive. So wealthy people are buying all the housing stock in America. Mm-hmm. The other thing that since the last time I was here, we've had investors, 40% of all the homes in America now are owned by investors, the single family homes and that's going up. Wow. So in 2019, 44% of all the single family housing in America was owned by an investor, a guy like me. Wow. That bought it to rent it out, not to live in it. That's that's three years ago. COVID changed everything. So now, now you have more people buying real estate to Airbnb it. Great, great idea. But you're you're working, okay. Two, you're dependent upon one door. Mm-hmm. So I got to collect the rent. You know. Yeah. So like you're you're invested. How many funds are you investing in? They... Three or four. Yeah. So you, yeah. you 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 have hundreds of units that pay you. Uh-huh. Not a few. Right. I might be in five now, actually. Yeah, yeah. Last year. Yeah.
0: Calling me out the last month, say, get rid of your money. Get, get rid back. of it. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when 90% of the housing market is owned by investors and not by people that own it themselves to live
1: in it? People are going to look for, um, I mean, it, you know, it's happening right now. It's just unfortunate. It's, is it, the price going to go through the roof? Is it going to be? Well, I don't, I don't know that the single family, will it go through the roof? I mean, it, it's, you know. I mean, it's already going through the roof. It's yeah. like, you know, it's crazy what's going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. But if you go to Singapore, it's not crazy. Right. The rents, we went to Singapore in 2019. We came back, me and Elena said, we need to buy everything in sight in, in America. America. Oh, in America. Yeah, yeah, we went to Sydney, Australia. I'm like, Elena, we just need to buy, We because everywhere we go, we shop real estate. Why is that? Because America's on sale. Mm. Because it's so expensive though. So you guys think it's expensive here, okay? So like California, right now, California is making Arizona go through the roof. Because mm-hmm. people are leaving the state of California, they're yeah. migrating out because te- of your tax policy. Texas here. and yeah. yeah. Or they're going to Texas, or they're going to Montana, or and they're Nashville, going to Utah, okay? California, the, uh, your, your Governor Newsom, this year was nominated as the number one real estate agent for the state of Florida. <laughs> that's what he's doing his the tax policy drove me out of the state nine years ago Mm -hmm. we have have 800 employees in miami between miami and the real estate there's 800 employees none of them live in california wow if they would have dropped taxes here rather than raise them i'd have 800 employees in la all my cars would be here 800 employees in their cars Mm. 800 employees would be eating in restaurants here but what do we do They, they 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 raise the taxes we go over there we take all the tax savings, reinvest in the business. The business gets bigger and better. And I'm not gonna give, I'm not gonna give uh, our governor, governor DeSantis credit for it because I got there before he was there. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna give credit to the insanity of California. Right. So what's happening now is Arizona prices are going up because California people are going over there. Taxes, prices, yeah. Yeah. So the guy in California sells his house for a million six, 000, walks into Arizona and says, this is a steal at 800. Last time it traded it was 400. He thinks the are still because it's half price to what he left, and that's what people do—they migrate, start moving around. Mm-hmm. That migration is happening. New York City's migrating to Florida. California's right. migrating east. So, but but the problem is, no, the you know, with people leaving California, you would think prices would fall, they're but they're out. not. They're not because wealthy people are walking in saying, "I got all this cash. Cash is worth nothing. I'll buy a second home." Crazy. These, this is emotional. This is not logical, by the way. What's happening? It's not emotional, it's not, it's an emotional decision Mm -hmm. to say, I'm gonna get rid of my cash and I'm just gonna go buy another house. I got a question about, uh,
0: every time I've had you on, I think the last three or four times, I've asked you about your your goals with your assets. I think one time you came on, I think you were at like 90 million or something. I remember it was like 290 million or 90 million in, in, in real estate asset holdings that you I
1: had. I think we were buying a deal. I was buying a deal in Houston for 90 million bucks. Yeah, but you only, you didn't have more than 400 million, I think. I can't no, remember, it was had, under that had, at the total. T- at the time, it's like a, you mean that one interview where you challenged me? Yes. Yeah. So at that time, I think we had... This was at two places. Maybe yeah. $400 million dollars yeah. worth yeah. assets. Right.
0: And now today,
1: Four billion. Four billion. Yeah.
0: And I remember challenging you being like You did, dude. Being like, why not go to
1: like nine hundred million dollars? Why not ten you said why not 10X that? Yeah, yeah. And I said, I got a deal, I'm doing a deal. It's ninety million bucks. It's scary. I was scared. I'm always scared in all these deals. Yeah. And because you're doing it for the first time. You you know, Mm -hmm. it's like the roller coaster, right? You're like, oh my God, this is gonna be, you know,
0: am I doing the right thing? So you're so you're at four billion now. What's the what's the
1: goal? The the goal the goal, well, we're gonna ten X that to 40 billion. 40 billion, yeah. By when? I don't have a date on it, but I think I can do that. I think I could do that. Um <laughs> you know, I think I can do that in, you know, 5 years. 5 years. Maybe 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 longer, maybe it takes 7 years, maybe it takes 10 years. It's a worthy goal either yeah, way.
0: 40 billion. Cuz a
1: lot of, if I do this the way I'm doing it now, a lot of people are going to get help because of it. Mhm. So that that would be like that would be a really fulfilling accomplishment in my life if I could. Right if i could have ordinary everyday families like i grew up in like my mom like my mom would be proud of what i'm doing she would she would be negative first nobody ever called her and said hey consider put your money in this mm-hmm. and this this investment's going to take care of you you're going to get a check every month my mom never did she didn't get a break and so today i think that there's going to be families the goal is that there's going to be thousands tens of thousands of families, they'll become reliant and know that, Hey, Grant Cardone's going to send me money this month. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to flip this entire picture of who, right. who I, who I, I'm going to evolve again to not taking money from people, not selling things, which I, which I have no problem with uh, everything I've sold. I, I feel great about right. Except maybe that one car I sold my uncle, my, my cousin, <laughs> Tony. Um, uh, but, but, uh, Cause I was a little excessive then, that, 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 that. but 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 you know that's going to be a total evolution. Yeah. Of me as a person. Just paying people. Dude, sending people money every month. I mean, like, it is the greatest freaking hack in the world. Mm. Completely discovered by mistake. Mm-hmm. The first time I took any money from anybody, we opened a deal up. That fund was six million dollars.
0: Yeah.
1: And Ryan Secko and Elena taught me into doing. Stupid guys, we don't need it. I had the money, I already bought the deal.
0: Wait, what year was this? Four, four years ago. Really? 2018? 20- yeah,
1: yeah. Cause you were doing stuff on your own before. Yeah, I, was always, I was always, yeah. I still buy it with my money today. So 2018. We closed the deal. It was a, a deal in St. Lucie. Uh-huh. And I bought it from a group called Waypoint. It took $6 million in down payments. I'd already signed on the loan and Elena and do it on this deal, Grant. It's, it's a small deal, it Won't you know, let's just see what happens. I'm like, it's stupid, we don't need to do this. I tell my friend, I tell people on Instagram, hey guys, I just opened this deal, blah, blah, blah. Wham, money starts coming in. I said, that's a crazy. <laughs> I mean, I know how to compare a response because of the webinars mm-hmm. and the events and the tickets and the books, right? And people are like 10,000, or I think at that time it was 100 grand minimum. 100 grand at a time, bang, bang, bang. And then this one guy sends in 400 grand. And I'm like, who's he? I said, I don't don't know that person. And then then they pulled him up. Oh, he owns a uh, car dealership up in Michigan. I'm like, I know that guy. Mm. I know that guy, I've been calling that guy for 20 years. Called him up on the phone. I said, hey man, why'd you do this? He's like, I've never bought anything from you, nothing. Not a book, not a program, (laughs) not a workshop. I said, why'd you do this? He's like, because I admire you as a businessman. Okay. But I've seen your whole career. I've watched you 17 years. I've watched what you built. Okay. Wired us 400 grand. That's crazy. Okay. 60 days later, I sent him one check. It was in March, sent him another check in April on the, on, on, in May. He calls them and says, all right, bro, I'm ready for all your stuff. Wow. He bought everything we have. And I was like, oh my God, this is the great hack. (laughs) I'm gonna turn everybody into an investor. Wow. Then they become customers. Right. Because they, they want me to do well. Yeah. Now now we're partners, man. You know, we're partners. You want me to win. Absolutely. Okay. So, you know, so so it was like, oh, my God, man, this having investors isn't a bad thing if it's the right investors. Now, we've already had a problem with a couple of investors. They turn into little wankers. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody got, people got in trouble in COVID. I'm like, good, guys, you need some help? Send them their money back. So if I can, if I'm in a position to do that, I want to do this because this is a really long play for me.
0: Yeah, and I mean
1: long. I don't mean my lifetime. This is generations. This is this is your. This is Sabrina and Scarlet beyond them. Wow. This could be the year 2200. Mm. You know, this this is a company that could last forever. That's exciting. Yeah. So, because you know. That would, that would be, there's a lot of moms out there, Mm -hmm. like my mom was, a lot of my sister, my sister, my two sisters that don't have income, you know, that Goldman Sachs is never going to call them and say, Hey, Diane, you want to invest in this deal? It's going to be good for you. We don't use middlemen. We don't use banks. So maybe I can convert some of the some of your audience (laughs) that has ragged on you for having me here. I know. Because nobody is more (laughs) polarized. That's true. (laughs) And I have been, dude. Like like and that's the thing. Like you asked me what would I want to get out of this show more than anything. You know, I know I deliver terribly. Like I'm just, you know, I'm a grinder. I've been grinding. I've been trying to come up from nothing so long. And and then it worked my aggressiveness worked one day and then I doubled down on being aggressive. Then one day I looked up and the only thing I knew was how to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm trying to unwind, mm-hmm. you know, attacking all the time. Like, like I have attack, the attack gene is fully developed <laughs> in me. You yeah. Know? And I'm not proud of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's my go to my go-to, I remember a lady, uh, she, she wanted, she tried to put me on drugs when I was 20, I was 31 years old, 32 years old, dating this girl named Michelle. And she's like, look man, your first response is just aggression. I'm like, yeah? She's a psychologist, you know? I said, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't work with her, you know? I'm like, okay. This is what got me out of this trap. So I'm 33, maybe 33 years old, so I'm eight years out of treatment. And I'm just starting to get my feet eight years. I'm starting to make a little money. I'm starting, mm-hmm. I got a little company now. I'm starting to do well for the first time. Love, love me and this girl have this thing, but we were two different people. And the, the, the psychologist's like, look, you know, I'm going to recommend a drug. This is 12 minutes into the interview. I'm going to recommend, I think it was a Prozac or something. And then if that one doesn't work, then I'm going to introduce you to a psychiatrist. He's going to give you this one drug. And then if that doesn't work, we'll add one. Man. And if that one doesn't work, we'll add one. sometimes a little bit of an experiment, that's crazy and i'm like yeah dude what, what are you trying to do she's like i'm trying to take some of your aggression i want you to just add a second and then she moves to the the girl and says and now you i said no 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 give me this subscribe whatever you want to me okay she's not going going on anything because they wanted to get her up a little bit make her more aggressive mm. and um, sure enough they prescribed it to me one interview i was there less than 45 minutes wow okay i ate one of them I forget what it was. It was one of these. Whatever. Something to relax you a little more. Yeah, yeah. Just, it was going to add a second. Yeah. It was lithium. Okay. It was lithium, dude. I took it. I took half a tab. And I could feel metal moving through my system. Mm. And so somebody would ask me something. And I, <laughs> you <laughs> know, and then, but I couldn't. It was like, you know, you had to move through this little metal. Wow. Almost this little aluminum, like, and... Threw the prescription away, got rid of her, went back to being aggressive. Now I'm 35 years old, bro. Like, I would continue to to groove in aggressive for the next 16 years wow. to make millions of dollars to fight in an industry that was like brutal. Cold calling people. Can you imagine cold calling people every day? i could but i don't want to nobody wants to. <laughs> no man it's not okay? fun and i built this shell right because yeah. you get so many rejections so many no's, so many people it's wasting me. your time yeah and, and and i got to a point where i'm like okay the no's and a rejection don't even bother me anymore now now you become a, like a machine man mm-hmm. i'm just like like and everything's competition everything everybody's a threat in my environment everybody every company every customer everything is and that's what built me Right? And, that, and, and then I figured out how to use aggression to get all, over it. And then, then I'm 51 years old, I'm like, man, I gotta, learn, I gotta figure out another way to do this thing. Because is that is that sustainable for the rest of your life? No, no. So I started doing social media, social media comes, I'm like, okay, don't do the aggressive thing. <laughs> Have empathy. When, <laughs> when I met you, I'm like, I need to, I need to study Lewis, right? But I, I don't know how to make that transition any more than somebody that knows empathy knows how to become aggressive, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I'm just, I've just been trying to figure it out, man. And yeah. what do, what do you think
0: it'll take for you to to step into who you really want to be going forward? I just
1: got to, you know, just every day, just, you know, practice a little more about like in deals though. I need to be that in deals. Sometimes mm. I just need to walk away from the deal and let Ryan handle it. Mm. So. With some, some grace or some Yeah, finesse. like we did, we did a deal. We bought two deals off market in December. If I was on those deals, I would have, Completely scorched the entire bar,
0: blown it up. I would have yeah. blown everything up. What's the thing you think you'll be the most proud of if you can create by the end of the year or become
1: this year? The end of this year. This year.
0: year.
1: Um, this year. What could I create this year? Or do or be that you'll make, make you the most proud of? Um, I don't know, man. Like you know, the kids. I mean, I love my kids. I love my wife. I want. I, I need to. I need to be a better husband. At some point, I can't. You know, doing these deals. Like that. That's great. I got to do deals though to reach my goal with the investors. Mm-hmm. Be a better guy, man, you yeah. know, just be a good guy and be, be. you know, the thing I'm proud of is I get to be Grant all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm actually getting to the point where I'm like, hey man, I, I finally got to be what I, I, I finally became what I wanted to be. Mm. What you was know? that? Me. Yeah. You know, that, that I don't have to apologize anymore. And then I quit mm-hmm. screwing up and I quit having to call people and say, hey man, I, I, I went too far, you know, if I could just pull some of that back without that drug that, that that psychiatrist was trying to use, right? You know that if I'm less dependent upon aggression, you know, and I could I could kind of manifest more, you know, like you you talk about let it let it flow more. Let yeah. it flow, dude. Yeah. Let it flow. You know, mm-hmm. but but if I could get that perfect balance of aggression and flow, <laughs> that's a sweet you know? spot. Yeah, it's sweet, dude. It's hard to find that. Thing, <laughs> that's a sweet too. spot. You know, to be that. I don't want to be. I want. I don't want to be the little stream that drips. You know. I want to be like. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to damage anybody. Right. I don't want to hurt anybody. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to be in competition anymore. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to lose the edge. Right. You know. <laughs> it's a dance, dude. It's a dance. <laughs> it's a dance, man. You know. Like like your girl said to me the other night. She's like. She said something before she left. She's like, I really get who you are. Mm. You know. That, and that hits me mm. when people say that to me. Most people don't get who I am. Mm, that's beautiful. You know, and and she said, "I really get who you are." Yeah. And and, and a lot of people don't. Yeah. And and it, sometimes it hurts, right? Because I know who I really am.
0: Yeah.
1: And, but I also know the things I'm trying to accomplish for me. You know, like Ryan. Ryan gets who I am. Mm. You know, Ryan. Ryan never takes me on. Man, you're you're the best, Grant. You're the best. <laughs> he just he strokes me right right yeah, through yeah. it and 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 you know my wife i can see my wife she gets she gets tired of the 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 pounding you know but hey man i just you know i'm a right-handed hitter you know or i got i got a certain ball that i throw a certain shot i make yeah it's my go-to you know and when when i get threatened i'm gonna go to that and if i could develop some other set of skills Mm -hmm. you know that would be that would be a cool thing what would it take for you to develop that skill uh, you know, I just, I don't know that I need to develop it. I probably just need to get rid of something, uh-huh. you know, probably something that has to happen spiritually more than, mm. yeah. you know, some of this stuff you got to get rid of. Yeah. You, you don't have go. to
0: add on to it. You got to purge it. It's funny because I've, I've known you for, I think 12, 13 years, you know, probably more in the last five years, even closer with yeah. friends. Um, and every time I have you on, I do get the old, you know, comments of unsubscribe and I can't believe you support this guy who said this five years ago or does this or whatever. Yeah. And I always tell people one-on-one, like I get Grant. Like w- yeah, when I'm yeah. around you yeah. and we're hanging at the house or hanging out of, you know, restaurant or whatever, yeah, I yeah. get to connect with you like this. and yeah. I really get to see you. Yeah. And I think, uh, I told Martha, my girl, um, when we were going to meet you, I was like, listen, Grant's got a certain ex <laughs> You know, I was like, oh, wow, Grant's got wow. a certain, like, watch some of his content because some people, he rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, You were people, warning her, huh?
1: but I, I, come like, with the, I come with a warning.
0: <laughs> but I, cause she wants to really invest, right? Uh-huh. She's like, she wants yeah. to invest. She's telling me today, she's like, when are you gonna give me the information to to invest, mm. in Cardone Capital? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I'll connect with Ryan, we'll make it happen for yeah. her. And I said, before she met you, I was like, you know, watch some of his videos. Yeah, yeah. First on Instagram. Yeah, To know what you're gonna get into and why people have an opinion. She started watching and she was like, I really like this guy. Like uh, wow. I really like his approach. Uh-huh. It makes sense what he's saying here. I can see past all the money flashy stuff talk and see like, yeah, this yeah, makes yeah. sense. The message makes sense. Yeah. And whenever I'm around you, you know, I I feel like I get to see the real you beyond yeah. what's out there in the world. So I really acknowledge you, man, because in 13 years you've grown exponentially yeah. spiritually yeah i was saying you're, thank you're thank still you, driven yeah more than ever yeah but you're driven to serve yeah more than ever yeah 13 years ago it was about competition winning growth yeah. making more yeah. you know yeah yeah building selling yeah. In, in that but in the last five years i've seen your transition to service 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 which i think is really inspiring it's the life that i want to live by yeah i, know my, I know my whole it. thing I know is it. impacting lives every right. day and i probably should think more of how do I earn more? Yeah, not just give it all away for free and help people only, but how can I build a business so I can impact the lives of my team members and more people financially? Right. Um, but it's really cool to see you transition more into the spiritual.
1: Yeah, I, and, and I've always been a very spiritual person. Right, like you know, service based. Me, I mean. I know, I know. And, and me and my twin brother both. We're I'd always look at him because I could. When you have an identical twin, you look at him and you're like, you see yourself. Wow. And he was always like spiritually very driven mm-hmm. very highly interested in the spiritual curious beyond and i've always been super curious yeah even when i was a little kid in church i was curious i'm like okay not everything's adding up here but there's something here and so i've always been like number one like if i if i could accomplish one thing it's like it's always been the curiosity of the spiritual add to that the financial thing is like, I don't understand why somebody would be spiritually connected and not control the material. Mm. And, and financially bankrupt. Gonna, yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I, I've i never understood that. Interesting. You know, I've never understood why somebody wouldn't, the spiritual to me is senior to the material. Mm-hmm. So if you're spiritually senior. senior, then you would have control of the material. Interesting. Maybe to a point to where you're like, I don't even care about it anymore. Yeah. Like, like Elon is like Elon, Elon seems extremely elevated beyond, like all this money thing's a joke. Mm -hmm. The whole thing's a joke. The shares are a joke. The SEC is a joke. Like it's a spiritual, it's a God joke. You know, it's like, you know, this house in Malibu, somebody was telling me that, you need to treat the wood. You need to treat the wood to protect it against the ocean. I'm like, bro, (laughs) I put a sealant on this wood and mother nature says, ha ha, mm-hmm. it's a joke. There's nothing, there's nothing that can be, that, that can prevent the ocean, you know, right. like money's a joke to God, but I got to live on a planet with gravity mm-hmm. and whole foods. The prices are going up, <laughs> you know, and I'd rather pay the investors every month and keep yeah. everybody happy, happy and wanting to do it again. Yeah. And I'd like to win. Absolutely. Cardone capital. Dot yep. com. People can learn more
0: if they want to invest. Yep. You've got big deals coming up all year, you know, for many years to come. Uh, I've been investing for, I don't know, four years now, and it's been nice to get a check every month. So thanks for the, thanks for the checks yeah, every month. It, brother. And hopefully they keep getting bigger. You know, Net the bigger they get, there's the thing with me, because I never bought any real estate before. I never invested yeah. in my own home or anything like you that. Got just rented.
1: Rent yeah, you, you have, I think you have a check before we came over here. You're, Portfolio value should be six to seven million dollars right now. Wow. Yeah. But you didn't spend six million. No, I put a fraction of that yeah, in. Yeah, exactly.
0: And the, the thing for me, I was always, a, af- wouldn't say afraid, I was just unsure. I was uncertain. Okay, if I invest money in real estate, what's going to happen? You know, am yeah. I going to get money back? Is it going to happen? I started getting checks back and I was like, okay. And the more I see the consistency of it, the more I'm like, let me put more in. And I wish I would put more in, you know, four or five years ago. Yeah. So, that's what's been cool. CardoneCapital.com. People can learn more there if they want to get involved. or they just want to learn more, they can call your team. They can yeah, check out yeah, stuff a team, there. There's
1: people there. There's a big op, a lot of employees, a lot yeah. of people there support the, the investments. If,
0: if you want to follow more about Grant, go to just Grant Cardone everywhere. I'm Desiring
1: media. more empathy.com. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <That's> spiritualman.com. <laughs> <GrantCardone.com>,
0: searching empathy. <laughs> yes, exactly. But uh, your social media is great. You've got great wisdom, great uh, content, inspiring. Funny, powerful, useful information. So Grant Cardone everywhere. YouTube is great content as well. Cardone Capital, where else can we go to support you? You got I great do. books, 10X. I just,
1: you know, I want everybody to be great. And, and, uh, and you know, and I, want, I, I want everybody to do well. Like I, I love mm-hmm. watching people do well. Uh, we were in Golden Beach one night for Halloween, my kids. So I was driving around trick or treating. Man, 80 10 year olds bombed my truck. Wow chanting my name it was like <laughs> that's crazy it was the most e- exciting thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life really yeah why was that the most exciting thing because these were 10 year old kids man like they, they, they I didn't know they even knew me wow and they they followed they knew me from TikTok. thank you man teach me about money man I shared this with my parents they knew my name man like it was like oh my god my kids were like my kids wanted to go home. One of them didn't feel good. They wanted to go home. And then all the kids bombed the truck. And the kids now, my kids are celebrities, you know. And one kid left the nanny's truck and said, wait, no, I want to hang with you, Papa. Because <laughs> they could feel this whole thing happen, right? And this is in the, we didn't expect that to happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I didn't know those kids knew me. Now the parents are like, who, who's that? So it was like this phenomenal, like, for all the hate and the, the negativity and the criticisms i get and, mm. you know the the whole thing that happened in covid and the bankruptcy video and the, i had friends man friends people that i have had on my stages trashing me really when they thought i was going bankrupt really what happened well, I did the bankruptcy video. Uh-huh. So I did this little video, uh, like some kid said, mm-hmm. I hope you go bankrupt, man. Cause COVID was like full bloom March, t- 2020. Mm-hmm. I hope you go bankrupt. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's gonna happen. Tongue in cheek, right? Joking. I went to, I went to my aggressive. Now I'm gonna take this kid on, right? I'm losing everything, bro. I'm losing the Jets, the blah, blah, blah. So I did this whole video. You said about, that you're losing everything. Yeah, all. how I'm losing it. As a joke. It's, well, I, had, I was doing Undercover Billionaire. Oh, right, 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 right. Well, yeah. I couldn't tell people mm-hmm. that sure. I went broke. Sure. Because the show got canceled. Gotcha. It, it got stopped because of COVID. So I'm like, yeah, I went broke. I'm losing everything. I, I don't tell them I'm this Lewis Curtis guy. Right, right, right. So it's a little tongue in cheek. And then everybody started, like, Grant Cornone just said he's going bankrupt. And people started picking it up and friends of mine. Oh yeah, I always knew he was gonna bust out. He took on too much debt. No like way. people, you know, Jay-Z talks in one of his songs about, you know, when all the money goes away, the pigeons take flight. I think it's in, um, your audience will know what song. It wow. Is, but maybe it's Otis. And all oh, the pigeons take flight, you know, meaning your friends will fly off. The ones are fake friends. The or? fake friends, right? The takers. And sure enough, bro, like people that said "Boy, my friends, a week before, started chattering. And and so it just, you know, it just goes to show you like who your real friends are, who the mm-hmm. support is, you know, I just. How did that make you feel and how did you overcome It terrible, that? dude, like, oh wow. You know, I had that wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I sold my 550 this year and there was people saying, oh, he lost his plane.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He can't afford his plane anymore. <laughs> about a bigger one. Stupid, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I got another plane on order. I'm not going to tell them that. But, but it just it, it reminds me of that of me. This was me. This is what I used to do. You used to talk trash. You used to no, I used to. I wouldn't talk trash. Mm. But I would secretly m- misunderstand their success mm. and not want it for them mm. because I couldn't have it. I want them to fail or not to be as big or like. You know, I know they're doing the wrong thing. It, this is going to turn out good. Right. Secretly, quietly, confusingly wishing mm. it in for them. What happens? Because when, because I misunderstood success. What happens when we do that as individuals towards a friend, a peer, or something? Well, you can't, you can't model them. Mm-hmm. You can't hate it and model it. Right. So if I'm like secretly like, oh, that's the wrong thing to do. I'm missing, well, do what are they doing right? Mm. You know, the number one... Uh, the number one, there was a car dealer in the town that I lived in. He wouldn't hire me. He was the number one car dealer. This guy, you could not turn the TV on without seeing his ads. He didn't like me because I was aggressive. I would would follow a customer to his store. (laughs) Okay. Let's go over there and shop together. He hated my guts because of that. He's not around anymore, but he was the most successful car dealer in that city because he spent money on advertising. Right. And I didn't. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to hate on that because I didn't, Mm -hmm. not because I, because he did, but because I didn't. And I missed the whole, the education, dude, I wasted 25 years in criticizing and negativity and hate, a low level grade of hate. But it was like, dude, you can't hate and learn at the same time.
0: What should we be doing instead, as opposed to hating someone who's succeeding? If, or- if,
1: if you have this abrasive, like if you have this response, like I don't like what he does immediately, I'll bet you money. If you could just drop that and learn what, what- is he doing? What is he doing that? I need to know, you know, like that, that's my, that's my red light right now, my, or caution light this. Okay. You know, if I if I don't like something somebody's doing, I'm like, okay, what do I need to learn here? Mm, that's a good. So it's a, it's it's got a little it's got a little bit of a warning to me, mm-hmm. you know, slow down, Grant. So when I started putting that in, um, you know, some somebody came to it. Like, actually, I started putting that in about 12 years ago, and a guy told me about Facebook. He left, and the light went off. Oh. and I said, hey, what,
0: what what do you what can you learn there? How well has Facebook done for you in the last 12 years? Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty
1: good. Same Pretty problem I had with Inst- Instagram, when Instagram yeah. came out. I'm like, I ain't got time for another one of these. Same problem for TikTok. So, same, same exactly, all of them. Powerful it. stuff, man, yeah. well,
0: I always appreciate you opening up. Appreciate Grant. you,
1: man, appreciate you. Can't the to best end. in the
0: best in the business, man. Thanks, man, I can't wait to have you back on in a year. Yeah, yeah talking let's, about, see, let's
1: see, I got some big goals to-
0: Talk about 10 billion at end of this year, or where, where do you think it'd be by the end of this year?
1: End of this year, I think we get to, I think we get to six billion this year.
0: If I could get this, what would it take to get to eight? What would it take from you? Man, if I double, bro, we're going to we going to party hard. Bro. What would it take from you, though? What would need to happen for you to go from four to eight in a year? And what's holding you back from doing it in one year? Just mechanics.
1: Like, like I'm like, like God, you
0: said this mechanics
1: thing every time. You said this the first time we did this. I mean, it, it is, it, it, but it, before it's mechanics, it's, 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 it's an agreement that I could get there. I mean, I know I could get there. I could actually do it. Eight, by the end of the year. Yeah, I could do it. But the, some special heavens would have to open up. <laughs> what would have to happen? Give me three next steps. Okay, well, I have to raise a billion dollars. Okay, from who? So, so for, for me to go from four to eight, yeah. I need to raise one billion in one year. To get four, to get three billion worth of? To buy $4 billion worth of real estate. Okay. You need. One I'd have billion. to go. I'd have to go. I'd have to raise a, a billion dollars. I need to raise maybe, maybe eight hundred million. Okay. More. Eight hundred million. Yeah. So you need eight hundred million. That's less than hundred million a month. Yeah. 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 It's guess. eighty million a month, right? What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that what it is? I got to get busy, bro. Right, we got to end this. Podcast. Let me go. <laughs> let me go get aggressive. <laughs> see, you're putting me back in that mode where. See, this is the but problem. Who can you empower? To do that no, for that, you. No, no, I mean that's a lot of money, bro. It's like like, you know, that's that's now there are five people that can split up. But see, here, here's the other thing though, but cause well, yeah, I know, but but I could go get all that money from one lender. Mm. I could go to one, but it's not one the right group person. that I that, that I mentioned earlier. But and you just, don't want to. I well, I could, but it's not really the way I want to do it. Okay. Right. So I could go to them and say, look, I got a hundred million, I need nine hundred, I could get the whole deal done with one group. Mm and I mentioned their name. Right, okay? but you don't want to work with them, yeah. Well, right now. one day I will Yes. work with them. But if I feed them now, you know, if I invite them to my table now, they'll invite me to theirs because they want me to keep sitting at their table. But I, I want to feed them later. Mm-hmm. And so, and also if I do that, then, I, then, then the audience, that I, the people that I want to help, the story I really want to tell, the right. tens of thousands of families I could actually democratize this investment to, they Won't get that, yeah. So that's that little compromise. Not so right, then I right. got to get, then I got to go back and be really aggressive, or I got to compromise myself and do business What's with this. What's the crew. third way? Uh, it could be, it could be, you know, a there's partner. always another way, yeah. There's always another way, dude. <laughs>
0: dude,
1: <laughs> dude if we do this, okay, me, you, and Martha, we're going out, Elena, we're gonna go out. Well, you you watch. out Maybe you do drink that night, <laughs> there you go, you know. But it'll be it'll be huge. I mean, yeah, we would have to double our investor base. Okay, so that's one step. Yeah, um, double your
0: investor base. I know Ryan's listening somewhere.
1: Yeah, double uh, your
0: investor base. Man, I got to go
1: buy. I got to go buy twelve thousand apartments. Twelve thousand apartment units. I've spent my entire career putting together twelve thousand units. That's what you have right now. Yeah. So you need to do that this year. This year, I got to do twenty years of
0: work in one year. Well, that's why you've been working two decades to build this. I should be, ready be getting it. better,
1: right? And I have to find empathy while I do it. Okay, I like it. We'll check back in. I later, like it. Right? We'll check it back in yeah. here. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, man. Thank Appreciate you, My man. Bad.
0: matter and now it's time to go out there and do something great